Chapter 3 of Bethink Yourselves by Leo Tolstoy, translated by V. Chertkov. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. It is as if there had never existed either Voltaire or Montaigne or Pascal or Swift or Kant or Spinoza or hundreds of other writers who have exposed with great force the madness and futility of war and have described its cruelty immorality and savagery and above all it is as if there had never existed jesus and his teaching of human brotherhood and love of god and of men one recalls all this to mind and looks around on what is now taking place and one experiences horror less at the abominations of war than at that which is the most horrible of all horrors the consciousness of the impotency of human reason that which alone distinguishes man from the animal that which constitutes his merit his reason is found to be an unnecessary and not only a useless but a pernicious addition which simply impedes action like a bridle fallen from a horse's head and entangled in his legs and only irritating him it is comprehensible that a heathen a greek a roman even a medieval christian ignorant of the gospel and blindly believing all the prescriptions of the church might fight and fighting pride himself on his military achievements but how can a believing christian or even a skeptic involuntarily permeated by the christian ideals of human brotherhood and love which have inspired the works of the philosophers moralists and artists of our time how can such take a gun or stand by a cannon and aim at a crowd of his fellow men desiring to kill as many of them as possible the assyrians romans or greeks might be persuaded that in fighting they were acting not only according to their conscience but even fulfilling a righteous deed but whether we wish it or not we are christians and however christianity may have been distorted its general spirit cannot but lift us to that higher plane of reason whence we can no longer refrain from feeling with our whole being not only the senselessness and the cruelty of war but its complete opposition to all that we regard as good and right therefore we cannot do as they did with assurance firmness and peace and without a consciousness of our criminality without the desperate feeling of a murderer who having begun to kill his victim and feeling in the depths of his soul the guilt of his act proceeds to try to stupefy or infuriate himself to be able the better to complete his dreadful deed all the unnatural feverish hot-headed insane excitement which has now seized the idle upper ranks of russian society is merely the symptom of their recognition of the criminality of the work which is being done all these insolent mendacious speeches about devotion to and worship of the monarch about readiness to sacrifice life or one should say other people's lives and not one's own all these promises to defend with one's breast land which does not belong to one all these senseless benedictions of each other with various banners and monstrous icons all these te deums 
all these preparations of blankets and bandages, all these detachments of nurses, all these contributions to the fleet and to the Red Cross presented to the government, whose direct duty is, whilst it has the possibility of collecting from the people as much money as it requires, having declared war to organize the necessary fleet and necessary means for attending the wounded, all these Slavonic, pompous, senseless and blasphemous prayers, the utterance of which in various towns is communicated in the papers as important news, all these processions, calls for the national hymn, cheers, all this dreadful, desperate newspaper mendacity, which, being universal, does not fear exposure, all this stupefaction and brutalization which has now taken hold of Russian society, and which is being transmitted by degrees also to the masses, all this is only a symptom of the guilty consciousness of that dreadful act which is being accomplished. Spontaneous feeling tells men that what they are doing should not be, but as the murderer who has begun to assassinate his victim cannot stop, so also Russian people now imagine that the fact of the deadly work having been commenced is an unanswerable argument in favor of war. War has been begun, and therefore it should go on. Thus it seems to simple, benighted, unlearned men acting under the influence of the petty passions and stupefactions to which they have been subjected. In exactly the same way, the most educated men of our time argue to prove that man does not possess free will, and that therefore, even were he to understand that the work he has commenced is evil, he can no longer cease to do it, and dazed, brutalized men continue their dreadful work. End of chapter 3